The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. show with ron russell bringing you the best in music fashion pop culture and entertainment what's up everybody we've got a great show for you today before i get started let me introduce my cool outrageous man about town coast mr ron russell yeah that's me and look what i've got in my arms i've got our brandy star our new baby she's the bestest her her fur is finally growing in her hair actually can you see her she's sort of blocked out a little bit i can't lift her because believe it or not, she has short legs, but she's a little tubby. She weighs 36 she's pounds. She's a cute girl. And then the other one comes. We're like a dog menagerie here. He's going to sit, though, right Now, Shazam is going to come up. Come on, sit, Watch. Shazam. We have all the dogs. Anyway, there's nothing in the world like having dogs. They fulfill your every feeling that you need. Stop sh drinking my drink. <laughs> they bust your chops. They're a lot of work. you got to feed them, clean them, walk them, brush them. I mean, you know, no picnic, but the kisses and the love you get from them is so worth it. There you go. We got a great show for you guys today. Before we get started, let me also say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Ronnie? A lot of crap. Let me tell a lot of Not stuff. Yet. Don't tell him yet. Not yet, but a <laughs> lot of stuff's going on. A lot of stuff, baby. <laughs> you know, like Trump says, you know, ain't going to happen. <laughs> Okay. We got a chat room full of people. What's up, everybody in the chat room? Hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We want to give oh. shout outs to Goddess, our beautiful goddess. We got Cindy Lady Lake. We've got uh Daddy Muir. We've got Jimmy McCreary from over the moon news.blogspot.com. We've got Chinzia. We've got Irish Ginger from the Gin uh, Ginger Irish Show. Irish Ginger Show. I don't know why I can't ever remember that. Because you're stupid. Uh, we've got Rebel Medler, Guest Raymond. I'm not sure who that is, but hello and welcome to the show. And uh, we got a great show for you guys today. We have singer Erica Chase coming on in a few minutes. And then after that, we have three-time Emmy. No ah, I just... He burped. I got a, I got something in my throat. This is the, this is the curse of the announcer. Three burping is the curse. <laughs> Three time Emmy nominee Shannon B. I mean uh, Dot Marie Jones who played Shannon Beast on Glee. There we go. Okay, let me explain why Jimmy's screwing up. Jimmy had arm surgery yesterday where they knocked him out and they stretched his arm and they gave him, for the first time in his life, a drug. Jimmy, I swear to God, has never taken a dope of any kind or liquor. Jimmy's dad was very against it. Jimmy's never taken a painkiller. Yesterday, they gave him uh, oxycodone. He was puking in the hospital, <laughs> puking in the car. That's the dogs killing each other, right? 
puking all the way home. He was sweating. He got to bed. He was shivering and shaking and terrible. sweating and throwing up and vomiting. And oh, it was a mess. Anyway, today he's a little high because he's on his oxycodone. Now, when I had my surgery on the good old Wangola to urinate better, he was making fun of me on the air saying, oh, Ron Stone, Ron Stone on oxycodone. Let me tell you something. I could be a dope addict very easily because when you're on these painkillers, life is a lot better. You do smile more, you laugh more, and your personality blooms. I was never one for dope either Goddess or drinking. Goddess says she can't take me there, and I'm not on any of them right no, now. No. I'm only taking them at bedtime because I can't sleep because if I move my arm more than like three inches, it kills me. Right. So we're both in, in great shape. I want to send a kiss out to my cousin, Chinzi. She's so wonderful. Every week she's here. She's just so dedicated, and I love her for that. And one day we're going to get together. <laughs> I swear, Chinzi, when we have time. And when you're in town, we've got to get together. This is crazy. The dog is like messing up my cords. I know, but we should really get rid of the dogs when we do the show. But I love my dogs near me at all time. Now, tonight, we are go Oh, yes, all you girls out there, get ready for this. And you gay guys, guess who we're having dinner with tonight? A sexy, handsome soap opera star for so many years, Michael Oh, Jesus. I, f I know his last name, too, so well. <laughs> I know Michael so well. Michael Damien. Make Michael Damien, that hot, handsome, gorgeous creature that now has a movie coming out that Jimmy and I are going to attend. And anyway, we're having a business meeting tonight with Michael and I guess producers or whatever to see what's going to go on. We're going into Center City, Philly. I can't give you the name of the restaurant now because you'll all be there. So I, I'll tell you to next week after we've been there. But anyway, Michael is a total delight. Uh, one of the nicest human beings we know and a fabulous actor. And he's gorgeous still. I mean, this is a man and he's a that's a great singer and a great singer. And this is a man that's going to grow into his 50s, 60s and 70s and be gorgeous. Kind of like me a little bit. They said they're taking the next plane to Philly. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. I'm not telling you where we're, where we're dining because the place will be swamped. Because, you know, we have a big Philly crowd. We have about ten or 20,000 people in uh, centers in Philadelphia that listen to our show. And we don't want them all pouring into Center City. Anyway, that's the highlight. The other highlight is Tango Mango. That's the color of the new car Mango, that Jimmy Tango. got. What's it called? Mango Tango. Why do I get everything backwards? I really, <laughs> I, I, I work yet. in reverse. We get it Friday. <laughs> it's actually Jimmy's car because I don't drive SUVs. I call them war vehicles and I don't care for them. But we did pick out the color and it's Mango Tango. We're getting a Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. So when we go traveling and doing all these on location interviews, we can we take all our equipment. Our equipment. And Jimmy likes those two round rings in the front of the truck in case anybody's stuck in mud. He had to have this, by the way. <laughs> So he could pull people out of mud. No, now, it's a four Excuse by me, four. I'm not finished. I've been driving since I'm 16. That was 1956, okay? In all these years, I have never pulled anyone out of mud, snow, canyons, caves, sewers, or anywhere. That's okay. Chad, you drive a pickup, right? SUV. An SUV. What kind of SUV? Can do you, you pull drive? people out of mud? Ford Explorer. It's not a four by four. Okay, no, this is a four. This is a, a Jeep, and I I only wanted the Jeep if I could get like the four by four, or if I could get the one with the big tires. But they're not like a cheap, like a Wrangler or something. But they're not comfortable really to drive in. So we got like a luxurious one that can go mudding and off roading. You never know when you have to pull somebody out of the mud. 
Absolutely, right. it looks I mean, good. It happens all the time, especially it's got, a, it's got a dual, it's got a dual sunroof. So the front seat and the back seat both have sunroofs. Glass roof that open to give you a lot of light. Of course, I drive a TT uh, Audi TT Roadster, which is a total convertible. And I said to Jimmy, we really don't need to spend the extra money for the opening roof, but he insisted. And now I'm glad because. The color of this car will match the desert. Oh, well, look, Chad's got our car. There's our car. Yay! There it is. Mango <laughs> Tango, baby. <laughs> Tango. Except for our wheels are silver and black and not all black. That okay. was like an extra that we didn't want to buy. And for, for Jimmy's birthday, I'm going to buy him the wheels with the star in the middle. So he has stars on his wheels because you know Jimmy loves stars. Good thinking. And if he doesn't behave, he's going to see them one day. Boom. Uh -oh. <laughs> he's going to see right stars. In the kisser. Anyway, so that's, it's been that's, a big that's week. the excitement of our week. No, the other excitement is I've been working on a crappy computer for a very long time, and I've always wanted to buy a Mac. You know, they're very expensive, and I don't know how to really work it, but I finally bit the bullet, and we got a Mac 27-inch like Mac computer, and it's the most beautiful computer I've ever seen in my life. And I still don't know how to work it, but anybody who's a Mac user, I may, uh, you can tweet me and let me know. I may have to call you and get some help, but I love it. It's the most coolest thing ever, and this laptop I have that takes 20 minutes to start is finished. And I gave him $100 on it because I let him use my Best Buy card for, I told him to use, you know, there's 200 left on it. I said, use the 200, put it towards your computer. But he felt badly, so he only used 100 of my Best Buy. So you still have 100 left. <laughs> now I have 100 left. What the hell are you going to buy in Best Buy for 100? Nothing. Maybe something. Wait, who put, who put? Guess Dave Hughes has a Mercedes convertible. Who, That's nice, Dave. I like it? that. Dave Hughes has a Mercedes convertible. We don't convertible. give a shit about your Mercedes, Dave Hughes. What do you want to outride, outride us? <laughs> Excuse me. I've had many Mercedes Benz in my day, and I had the real Mercedes. Chad's laughing. <laughs> I didn't have the fake make-believe, you know, the forty. Either. The $40,000 one that they say, I wish I could buy a Mercedes, but I just bought a $40,000 Mercedes. That's really not a Mercedes. It's the show-off one. Then they go to a party and they say, oh, I'm driving my Mercedes today. Meanwhile, you can get a Ford Expo for that money. I drove my friend Magnificent Cars, a 1964 Thunderbird convertible red with the top went down in the trunk. I will never forget that car. Oh, Gaida <clears> says that's her. <laughs> she drives the cheap Mercedes. <laughs> you drive the cheap Mercedes? Oh, I've got to talk to you, honey. Get that boyfriend to spring for a spring better another model. another 20 grand. <laughs> you know what? Listen, 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 listen. Sex. She says she loves it, though. I don't care what you love. <laughs> Sex is expensive. You know, everything today is expensive, no matter where you look, supermarket, $5 every item. Well, I think that sex should go up in price also. And when a girlfriend or a wife or a husband or a lover is good to you sexually, I think you should spring for the better model car or dump the lover. Dan Muir loves the T-Bird. That's Wait. why Jimmy's got all this new stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. What, Jimmy got all this I got stuff? all this new stuff because sex is really good. <laughs> no. <laughs> We've been doing this for a long time. We cashed in some dividends. Oh, okay. Got a little extra bucks. You know, I mean, we're not, we're not rich by any means. Trust we me. don't have any money. I, we're the poorest people on the planet I, Earth. My credit got a lot better, and I was able to finance things. That's all. Good for you. Jimmy's the poorest person. No, no. We're both the poor. No, we're not poor. We're, I'm not going to lie to everybody. We're like everybody else, you know. We're the, per we're the people that Donald Trump is trying to help. <laughs> well, we also waited. What like, are we called? What, what are we waiting? We waited two years to buy the Mac computer. 
No, you waited two years. I know. I, I told you to years. buy it years ago. You, you weren't ready. I know, but I don't want to spend that much money then. <laughs> we need it because I have to edit these shows, and there are so many shows that we do. We do 400 shows, and um, the computer that I was using was primitive, and it didn't have the software. Now, the software that I'm using is the software that I used on my TV show, Set the Record Straight, which is compatible to Time Warner's equipment. The tragedy of it is when I hook up the box that has all the info, Jane Russell's in it, all the outtakes, and I know I'm going to be crying as I watch it. Because I could cry right now talking about it. Uh, I, miss, on, I miss her so. Going back to your Skype sex thing, though, like all oh, your sex conversation, they're saying that Skype sex I don't sex do that anymore. You don't do it anymore. <laughs> no, I don't want them complaining that I curse and stuff. Meanwhile, we watched Vinyl last night, the third episode. Fourth. Fourth. Vinyl's a in, great show on in, HBO, you in guys. In five minutes of the show, he did 28 Fs. And the other people did about seven or eight Fs. A couple of mother Fs and a couple of C suckers. I mean, you had to hear the language. So I said to Jimmy, how come they're not getting letters like I get? And Jimmy said, because it's HBO. And on so, HBO, you have to pay to subscribe for it so you know that you're... Well, they know if they watch our show, there's going to be a little nasty there every now and then. No, because we're not because because radio is not as free for people to listen to HBO. I know, but if you want to stay on the air, we better keep the format as it was. Because my fans email me, they call me, they Facebook me, they do whatever they can to get to me, and they said for a couple of weeks there, Ron, you were like missing, and we thought it was because you had you were ill. No, it wasn't. It was because La Fiora, the head of the uh, company, the head of our network, sat us down when we were in Florida, and he very nicely said. No more, Ron, because we're getting letters. They're going to start to fine us every time you do an F word. So I don't know. I didn't want to get him to get fined because we don't get fined. He gets fined. Well, uh, you will get fined. If uh, personally, then go fuck himself before they get <laughs> a nickel. Oh, before they get a nickel out of me, they could whistle. Whistle up a rope. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I'm going to give them money for cursing on a show that's my show that frig them. Anyway. It's not going to happen. I don't mean to be vulgar, and I think that those words are vulgar, and I shouldn't use them. You're because supposed to say fook's sake no, anyway. No, no, no. I'm going to say I, ha I know what to say. When a man looks like me, you know, tall, thin, gray-haired, sophisticated, elegant. Yeah, right, huh? <laughs> not true, but nice. I'm making believe. He shouldn't have a dirty toilet mouth. He should be sophisticated and have a very, very sophisticated mouth. So there you go. Here's my sophisticated mouth. Sophisticated, sophisticated, sophisticated. There you go. Nice. So, so, Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, I see we have a caller calling in, but it's spinning and spinning. Do you see her on your end? Yeah, caller might need to re-hit that video button. Try, Erica, try and re-hit the video button again. And stop spinning. <laughs> doku, 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 doku. There we go. The it's wheel spinning. of fortune. Time while we're waiting for Erica to come in. spinning around. Which we tested this yesterday. It should work. Yeah. I see you guys. Oh, you can see Well, us. we don't see you, Missy. <laughs> Let me call. I'll call right back then. Okay. Boy, oh boy. That's okay, you guys. This one needs to be smacked around a little. Easy. They don't even know you. She I know she doesn't know me. She'll get to know me in two minutes and love me. <laughs> they don't know me. I don't care. It's cute. They know I'm teasing. Come on. Nobody has any sense of humor anymore. Oh, everybody got so them. evil. The world's evil. Just look at what they do to Donald Trump. You see how evil the world is. People love to gang there up on go. somebody. Oh, hold on. Hit the, hit the video again, Erica. They love to gang up on somebody in this country, in the world. They love to do it. They love it. 
Gang up, gang up, doo 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 doo, gang up, gang okay, up. Hang on, you're like talking. Let me see if we can work out. <laughs> well, you want dead air, baby? No, I'll we're give not you dead air. air. Here we go. I think I'm not she's talking. She's there. She's there, isn't she? Erica, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, the picture was there just a second ago and it disappeared. Are you? Is your video button hit? It is. Tap it again. Ch hit it one more time, and if not, hang up, and we'll have Chad call you and see if it's any better. All right. Every week this happens. Every I hate Skype. Maybe we should have our guest call in prior to the show. Oh, uh, we could do that. Yeah, and have him sit there and listen to a little bit of it. Yeah, that's a better idea. This way, if this All right, crap Erica, goes go ahead on, and hang up. We're gonna try and call you. We could do it okay. off. Yeah. All right. Because it's annoying to the viewers and the listeners. I'm annoyed sitting here, and then he tells her not to talk. You don't talk. You've got dead air. Think, no, what happened? Combo. Like we were trying to. She's trying. We she's trying not. She was not coming on. She was. She can't push a button. She needs. She needs to. She needs to push her button. So Chad, you try and call her. I'm calling her now. All right. I look fat in this shirt. No, you don't. Yeah, I look like I have a big beer belly. Stop it, sailor. Yes. Sailor, right? Sailor, though. It's a sailor boy. Won't you be my sailor boy? Dee da dee da dee. Remember that song? Who sang that song? Never heard that. Soldier boy. What? What? Soldier boy. But I made it sailor boy. What the hell? What? What? Who cares? Probably Connie Francis did it. Remember Connie Francis? She's crazy, you know. I the name. Uh, from Florida. Yeah, I know Connie Francis quite well. I've been to a few parties with her, and the poor thing is really not all there. She was raped at the Westbury Music Fair when oh, she was pre performing there. And raped and attacked and frightened and almost killed and robbed. It's terrible. And she never survived it because she was a virgin, you know, Italian girl. Very, very clean. What do you mean? She was famous. Well, not the famous part. Her background, her father. She was from Brooklyn. Her father hey, was hang Italian. On, hang, on, hang on, Chad, are you calling her? Yeah, sitting there ringing. There you go. Are we on? There we go. We can hear you, but I don't see you. Chad, do you see her? Nope. It doesn't look like the video's active. There. Well, it's spinning now. Is there, there we go. Ta-da. Oh, boy. -da. We got her. Good to go. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what happened there. Um, so, do you see your chat or no? Yes. Oh, there we go. Okay, now I can see her. I don't see look her. Look at you screen. with the okay. hat and the hair. I love it. There we go. Don't look at her. Delay, so <laughs> all right, so here's where we're going to start the whole thing all over, everybody. Here we go. One, two, I three. I thought she'd look different. One, two, three. Who? This I can girl. change if you want. I'll come <laughs> here real quick. Come back. All right, here oh, we go. We'll have to do a fake beginning. Here we go. One, two, three. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star. We have Erica Chase on. Hello, hello, and welcome. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. There you go. Chad, she, there we go. There she goes. Look at that beautiful hat. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Okay. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do, my dear? You look I'm lovely. I'm great, my dear. And yourself? I'm all right. I can't complain. No, 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 no complaints. Meanwhile, I like your hair. That looks cool yeah. like that. You look like a rabbi. <laughs> I'm Jewish, but definitely not a rabbi. Oh, you look, those payas. Your hair looks like payas and with the <laughs> rabbi's hat. Just just, just <laughs> uh, daven a little. Just rock forward and back for me. Daven, daven. Ay, 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 ay. Then we've also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Erica Chase, welcome to the show. Thank so you, Chad Murphy. Chad Chase is Jewish. There's no such Jewish name as Rockin Chase. and rabbi. Back up, Ronnie. No, there's no such Jewish name as Chase. Just like there's no Jewish Italian name like Russell. We all have fake names. Chase is probably his stage name. 
right? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Name it probably Zelda uh, Rodnigberg. Well, you never That's know. You never know. So we've also got a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah. Greetings from Los Angeles. There you go. You got to love it. So hang on. I got to just tell Ron something. You can't watch here because you're going to have a delay. You have to get that and remember that. Oh, I never remember anything. I, I hate know. radio. I know. Watch television, <laughs> whatever. I'm used to real TV out in California on Time Warner. They put me in this show with fake radio and delayed this yeah, and, way and more views people not got. coming on. It's just terrible. <laughs> Yeah, but my show was high quality. I didn't curse in my show. Like, fuck, 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 fuck. Whoa. <laughs> this show. No, I didn't curse. I said, fuck, 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 fuck. He didn't say a bad word. Just I didn't so. say a bad word, so, so you, you guys, can't find me this time. We have Erica Chase on the line, everybody. She's a fantastic musician. She's got a new song uh, that just got released or a video that's going to be playing for everybody in a little bit. First, we're going to talk with her a little bit. And um, um, so, so first of all, I want to congratulate you for working through all your childhood Terrible things that happened to you, and and Ron doesn't know the story because he doesn't read press releases, so he won't Never. know any of this. I I want a clean slate when but I interview. She was in a talent show when she was seven years old, and the teacher told her she couldn't sing and she wanted not to pursue singing, and so she didn't. Uh, I don't, I'm I'm paraphrasing, so you're gonna come back after me and find clean it up for me, okay, Erica? Sure. Uh, so she. Uh, uh, she basically like didn't sing and she was doing other things and then later in life she got hit by a truck and almost died and when she came out of that she was so happy that she lived that she decided she needed to pursue her passion which was music and so even though you know the stupid teacher told her not to pursue music she is pursuing music now and she's a superstar and she's doing fabulous well same thing happened to me my music teacher said you can't sing so I beat the shit out of her, and then she turned around and said, yes, you can sing, you can sing. See, that's how you have to do it. You could have saved yourself all that grief. So tell us about it a little, little bit. Tell us a little bit about it, because like, I'm really excited for people. Oh, look at the dog. Got a little cute dog, dog, too. Oh, right, right, puppy. Is that in English? Is it in English? Is he in English? Hendrix. He's a King Charles Cavalier. King Charles. Oh, I love looking oh, at that. Oh, what a cutie. I wanted to say oh. hello. But, um, yeah, your, your uh, background story was pretty accurate. I, I tried out for a school music production when I was about seven, and the teacher, I got about four bars in, and the teacher said, you know what, this isn't for you, singing's not your thing. And uh, as a seven-year-old, that's pretty traumatic, and you tend to, like, kind of take what authority figures say as the law and so I, I internalized it and believed that I couldn't sing for a long time and it really had a negative effect on me and um, um, so when I started writing songs I always envisioned that someone else would be singing them because I was uncomfortable with my voice it was like not oh, not did, what a typical female sounds like didn't you tell your mother what the teacher said um, I probably didn't because I was really shy and uh, I just kind of took it, I, I internalized everything when I was younger, and that's when I found music, that was my way to release those feelings and like get it out in a healthy way. But that teacher was terrible because you, you do not discourage a child, you encourage a child. And if you really had the want and the love to sing, she should have said, take lessons, honey, you'll get better. It gets better the more you learn. That's what I, say. So let's go beat that teacher. I had the right idea, you know. <laughs> 
I believe that you would. I actually really believe you would beat that teacher up for me. Because <laughs> anybody that abuses a child like that, I'd like to bitch smack around, wouldn't you? Actually, God has called her a putana. <laughs> she is a putana. How do you how do you abuse a child's mind? That's abuse, my darling. When you tell somebody you can't, that's mental abuse. I'm so I like to beat. She's probably dead. That teacher anyway. Oh, <laughs> right. Um. No, I, I, I don't know if she's dead. I, I hope she's not. But I think that a lot of kids go through similar things, whether it's a teacher or a coach or kids at school kind of telling them they're not good enough, they can't do this. And, and a lot of kids really believe that and they take it to heart. And that's a really big problem because we have to know that our uniqueness and our differences make us really freaking cool and make us able to do really great things in life. And actually, like you're very unique because you have well, people are going to hear it a little bit but you have a very unique voice you don't I can sound, hear it in her talk you don't sound like other people when yeah. you sing yeah. and uh, uh which definitely st sets you out in a crowd and so so you have a new song and it's called paris is it, it it's a single but is it part of an upcoming album or an album that's out I, i'm not sure about all that stuff so why don't you fill us in a little bit with that sure yeah um it's it's just a single at this point and we have some follow-up singles kind of ready to go and working on follow-up videos but because it's sort of this new uncertain time in the music industry we're not sure if we're going to put out an actual album or just kind of give people singles at a time and then maybe put out a sorry my dog is <laughs> trying so, to play. our dogs do the same thing it's wonderful <laughs> Hendrix, mommy has to work right now, son. That's a happy dog. Let now, it be. Now, do you name the dog Hendrix? Is it named after, like, Jimi Hendrix, or is it just yeah. a name you like? He's named after Jimi Hendrix. That's, <laughs> cool. That's total music. <laughs> you got to love it. Okay, so first of all, I want to tell everybody who's listening, they can find out more about you. They can follow you on Twitter. It's at Erica Chase Music. That's E-R-I-C-A-C-H-A-S-E Music. And that's the same as your website, which is EricaChase.com. There's no music in the website, right? It's just ericachase.com. Yeah, my, my website's just ericachase.com, and my socials, Facebook is official Erica Chase, and Instagram and Twitter, at ericachasemusic. Oh, Erica, do you one. do live performances anywhere where people can go see you? I will. I will this summer. We're actually finalizing some big summer tour plans at the moment, and uh, I can't wait. That's, I mean, that's what any artist dreams of doing, is like taking it to the stage and playing for the people, you know? It's the most fun. Live, live, live audience. I've worked live audiences for years better than, than this, what I'm doing now, because there's nothing personal about this. You know, you're looking at two dimensional images when you're live and you see the people alive and you see them loving what you're doing. It's a thrill. It really is a thrill. Yeah, it is. There's no, there's no feeling that can it, it, like they said, when the applause come, it's like waves of love. And that's so true. Yeah. yeah. Love that. So let's let's talk a little bit about influences. Like sure. I, I don't know how old you are, and you don't have to tell us how old no, you are. No, don't you ask look very, that. You look you look pretty young. And so, like, what would be so, what are some of your like musical influences that uh, that you've liked growing up, and that that kind of like influence you now? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, my number one hands down influence is for sure the Beatles, and it's actually okay. a sad day hearing about the passing of George Martin yeah. because yeah, he, he, he changed the world, you know, and the Beatles wouldn't be the Beatles without his contribution. Um, so I really think those are the best songs ever written and will ever be written. But I also love um, Bruce Springsteen. I love Ed Sheeran. I think he's an amazing talent. I, I love Adele. Um, I yeah. love... I like Ed Sheeran. I love Adele. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Bruce Springsteen, but I really only like old Bruce Springsteen. Like the newer stuff, I don't really like. But like the Born to Run and the River and that kind of stuff, you can't beat that. That's the best. What do you think, Miley? I think Miley is is really great, actually. I mean, I think she's an artist in every sense of the word. And and when you, when you're an artist, you're you're not afraid to step outside the lines and take risks. And I think that she does that. And she she doesn't care what people think. And that's that's yeah. what you have to do. You know. Yeah, you no, have she, to show out there. And the other one, the hung, hung, Ron, the, the, hung the, me, Miley, yeah. the one that, oh, that wore the meat. He likes Miley and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Uh, I yes. love her. I love her too. And I think that in the last couple years, people are really starting to realize that she's an amazing vocalist. She's yeah. not just this the costumes and this persona. Yeah. She's an amazing vocalist. And that's really She cool. sings the classics yeah. like the people sang the classics in my day. She's Absolutely. got a voice. And you know, you can't lie when you sing the classics. There's no way you can lie. If you don't have a good voice, you sound like crap. So you yeah. have to have a good voice to sound good with the classics. Yeah, you do, for sure. So that's what, those are the only two I know. The rest of them I have Plus, no idea. I, I always think, too, like when you sing ballads, it's very difficult to, difficult. It's very difficult to like fake a ballad because you, know, you can't really auto-tune a can't. ballad like you can like yeah. a dance song or something. So. And a ballad sung with emotion. You have to act it out. It's not like today where you scream and yell and bang on things and nobody hears what yeah. you're saying anyway. A ballad, if you deliver a line like, you know, stand there just a moment, darling, let me catch my breath. You have yeah. to. You have to act that out, otherwise the lyrics sound stupid. So in your background, yeah. is that your guitar? Is that the guitar you use in the video? Um, actually, is that- yeah, that is, that is the guitar that I used in Paris. Um, and there's another one over there that I also used in Paris. And then there's there's several others in this place. This is, I'm in my home studio right now. Oh, Janis look at that. Joplin. I see a Janis Joplin thing on the wall. Yeah, there's, there's Janis Joplin, the Beatles. There's kind of... Everything and, and a whole bunch of instruments. Yeah. That's I cool. met Janis Joplin in 1967, eight, maybe nine, up in Topanga Canyon, up at a friend's house. There was a hippies, all hippies up there. And I walked into their house and it was dark with the music going and the incense burning. And there was a pile of rags in the corner. And somebody mm-hmm. said, you want to meet Janis Joplin? And of course, I really didn't know who she was then because she was new. <laughs> and... They said, Janice, you have to meet Ron. And a head came up and went, uh, and then it collapsed. That's how I met Janice Joplin, swear to God. And I met Mama Cass also at a party up in Topanga. Nice. My sister-in-law was a hippie junkie, you know, whatever. And uh, I would meet these people through her because she hung out with all the rockers up at Topanga Canyon. Topanga Canyon in the late 60s was the place to be. There yeah. was a club up there called the Corral with an orchestra, a band called Bones. And we used to dance to Bones all night. Everybody was loaded on quaaludes and whatever they could throw down their throats. And, you know, every now and then a great rocker would come in. Another one came in, and I don't remember who it was, but a very famous one of the day. You see, I was already in my 30s, so I was too old to be a hippie. I was kind of like a Gucci hippie. You know, I wore Gucci clothes. (laughs) That were very hippie stylish. Gucci hippie. All right. I met a lot of the great ones, but they were always loaded you couldn't talk to them they were like gone finished have you gotten to meet any of your like icon any icons of in music that you always wanted to meet have you gotten to meet anybody um 
Uh oh, Danny are probably it's not too many. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, my, I, I, it's, it's weird because like I've I'm born and raised in L.A., so I've met so many celebrities just by living in L.A. my whole life that, that like I'm sort of almost jaded by it. You know, the fantasy is usually better than the reality. Absolutely, Absolutely it is. I mean, I I lived in L.A. most of my life since I'm nine years old on and off, and I've met. I mean, from my show that I had that I interviewed the great legends. Now, no matter where you go. I mean, I met Johnny Mathis in a supermarket for the first time, and he's my idol. He's the one that I love. Do you know who he is, Johnny Mathis? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, great, great. He's coming on our show, by the way, soon. Very and cool. uh, Johnny was a doll, and we were walking around the supermarket, and no one recognized him. And when we got to the checkout, the boy that was checking out, I said, do you know who this guy is next to me? He said, no. I said, this is Johnny Mathis. He said, oh, hello, Mr. Mathis, and that was it. Not a clue who Johnny Mathis is. So what do you think about that? How long do you think your career's life will be? You know what, that's a good question because I think that in today's times, it's it seems like there's a shorter lifespan for people's career just because there's so much information flooding us all the time through social media and all these different like free instant information sources that it seems like people's attention spans are a lot less shorter than they used to be. And so, you know... Computers and, and actually, cell phones. Though, yeah. I have, I have to tell you, though, and, and this will be helpful for you. First of all, your press release got over 8,000 hits in five days, which is a lot of hits. I mean, we have people who win Academy Awards that only get ten or 12,000, so your, your press release was way, way up there in hits. And, and you're very interactive with people on Twitter, and, and I think that's what you have to do nowadays is actually build a real fan base that will follow you from record to record and from show Absolutely. to show. Um, uh, I'll give an example. Lance Henriksen's my favorite actor, and he's made some really crappy movies. I mean, he really has made some really crappy movies, but I see every movie Lance Henriksen is because I like him so much, and I like his movies. So even if it's a crappy one, I see it. And he's nice to me. He was nice to me. I've been to parties and stuff, and he was always cool. And so... So I follow everything he does, and I think that's the same thing in the music industry. You'll develop your your base of people yeah. that you talk to and you're friendly okay. with. Jimmy, and it'll always who, who go does, that way. Who does she look like? She looks like Stevie Nicks. No, she looks like Lara Spencer. Oh, she looks like Lara Spencer too. You look exactly like Lara Spencer, who grew up in my house. She's my daughter's she best might friend. Not know Lara Spencer. La Good Morning America, Lara Spencer. Yeah, you look just like Lara Spencer, and you even have Lara's voice. Lara has that foggy little voice also. I'm Very also nice. a rabbi, too. Huh? I'm also a rabbi in my spare time. <laughs> Are you really a rabbi? Oh my she's God. fucking That's with the wrong I know our that. our next guest coming on says she's an ordained priest or minister, too. No, can't be a priest in the rabbi, Jim. Uh, no, no, not her. Our next guest is also oh, one. Oh, 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 So, so where... I said what? at the beginning I looked like a rabbi, so... What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what temple are you with? What temple are you associated with? Um, uh, Stephen Weiss Temple. Where's in that? LA. In L.A. In L.A. Right, right, right. In right. L.A. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah definitely cool. Jewish, not a rabbi. <laughs> where, where? No, I like it. So let's let everybody hear your music, Chad. You can you cue up the video for us? Hi, Captain. So tell me when you're ready, Chad. I'm gonna let her introduce it. Always ready. Okay, so Erica, you introduce the video, and then you hang on. We're gonna play it for everybody. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is my video for my single, Paris. It was directed by Chris Hickey, who's done everyone from Keith Urban to Carrie Underwood. And we're so fortunate for him to work on this with us. We're working on a follow-up now. And here you go. Check it out. It's called Paris. Terrific.
Congratulations, Eric. The song's fabulous. First of all, you're beautiful. Secondly, you're sexy. And third, you're retro. Here, here. I could close my eyes and think I'm back in L.A. 1974, maybe 76. Uh, you've certainly got the, the sound of yesteryear, and I'm so happy you do, because 
it'd be a pity to lose that sound. You could have been up there with Janice and the rest of them if you were around in those days. You're good. I like Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's really kind. Well, Actually, too, I don't think you're in the chat room, but the chat room is all saying things like uh, she could listen to her all day. Yep. She's, oh. she's got an extremely sexy voice. That's the one I like the best. Right, because it's, gra <laughs> it, it's gravelly, and a gravelly voice is always the teacher. The teacher was stupid. Mine is gravelly, too. The teacher was stupid. <laughs> um, all kinds of, like, all, all very positive. Nobody in the oh, chat room. Thank you, guys. I love you all in the chat room. No, the, the teacher was jealous because she probably had a kid that can't sing a note, and she hates all children that could sing, and that's why she told you you couldn't sing. Yeah, you never know. I mean, people people that get bullied, the bullier is always projecting something that happened to them onto others. So, you know, you just got to love them through it. And uh, I, what I learned from it was to embrace my uniqueness, and uh, so I'm grateful for that lesson. And that teacher probably was working in a club swinging on a pole and she wanted to sing yeah. and wouldn't yeah, <laughs> sing and stay swinging on the pole for dollars <laughs> any way you can get it you know not 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 not, not her. Know, the teacher know, know, the teacher, the teacher was swinging on a pole nobody knew she worked in a club she worked in the <laughs> pussycat club she swung on a pole and wanted to sing and they told her no just keep swinging honey you gotta love it so is this song then it's available like on itunes and all the digital download sites it is it's available on itunes spotify amazon google uh, shazam iheart wherever you can find music it is available and it's, and it's 99 cents right it is 99 cents, okay. and then it's also, you can stream it on Spotify, on Apple Music, anywhere, you, YouTube, anywhere you can find or experience music, type in Erica Chase Paris, and it's right there for you. There you go, and congratulations, because the video's got a lot of views already, so congratulations. It was a good video, also. I like the way she Thank did you. Yeah, it's, I mean, Chris, he's one of my favorite directors. He, he did the recent Keith Urban and Eric Church video, Raise Him Up, and uh, that video made me say to my manager and team, I said, I, I need this guy to direct my video. And they're like, yeah, well, dream on. And I was like, no, I swear, like, we need this guy. I love his work. And it was a long shot. We sent him the song and he called us back that day and was like, I, there's something about you. I want to do this with you guys. And congratulations. That's awesome. That's, that's how it happens. It's cool, man. Tomorrow, tune into Good Morning America. Take a look at Lara. You'll see your sister. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. When I was watching the video, even your mannerisms. Lara's very beautiful, by the way, and skinny with a gorgeous body. So, you know, you're not going to be upset when you see her. You're going to be quite pleased. Yeah. No, I know who she is. She is very beautiful. Yeah, and you look like her. And so and so many parts of that video, I kept saying to Jimmy, my God, that's Lara's expression. Hmm. The same face, the same kind of cheeks and lips. So here's what we want to do, though. We want to make sure, first of all, everybody, uh, Erica Chase, go on to iTunes, download the single. Uh, indie artists, you know, they need you guys' support. So uh, purchase the single. You can follow her on Twitter. It's really her. It's at Erica Chase Music. Check out her uh, website, ericachase.com. And um, we wish you all the luck with all of it. I think you're fabulous. I think you're going to have a great career. I think your fans are going to just love it, and you're going to develop more and more of them all the time. And um, we also want to thank Lee Runchy from Chrome PR. Lee Runchy, she is yes. so awesome. She's incredible. If you guys need a publicist, she's fantastic. So check out uh, Chrome PR. It's Chrome underscore PR on Twitter, I think. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Erica, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We wish you luck with it. When you release a new single, let us know, and we'll bring you back. Right. Oh, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So shalom, Rabbi. <laughs> shalom, my good man. 
And if, and if I'm in L.A., I'm coming to your temple. Let me know when you do the coffee and the mandel bread in the little room. Oh, Listen, we'll get some challah. We'll daven. We'll have a good time. We'll spin the dreidel even. We'll do whatever. Fabulous oh, okay. time. I love it. Absolutely. Okay, good luck to you, Thank my dear. Thank you, Erica. Bye-bye, Erica. Thank you. Bye-bye. What a nice what a girl. Nice girl. Very fabulous. sweet So girl. everybody, guys, check it out, too. Follow at Very Erica sweet. Chase Music on uh, uh, follow at Erica Chase Music on Twitter, you guys. She's really cool. She's a lot of fun. Glad everybody in the chat room liked it. There you go. Okay, now that he, he's out of wind, I have to take over. No, you don't. Oh, good. You're going to come up again? Yeah. How come when you're on drugs, you don't get nutty like I do? Because I'm, I'm not on any. I told you, I didn't take any. You didn't take any oxycodone? No, I took it last night. I can't take it in the daytime. You should have gave me it the one you were going to take. I would have taken it. <laughs> it upsets my stomach. Chad, do you ever take that stuff? Like, the stuff's terrible. It, it makes like, me itch. I itch too. But you know what? I broke a fingernail and it's painful. I think oh, I should geez. have an oxycodone. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually I actually was vomiting Party. for hours yesterday. He was a puke. I, all don't over the it, I don't know if it was from the oxy or if it was from the what do you call the stuff that they give you? Oh, the, I love that. That's called um Anesthesia. No, no, not anesthesia. There's a name for it. It's no, the, it's anesthesia. And the strongest they gave him the strongest El pain yeah. pill called I forgot Diallo or something. No, else. some weird name. Anyway, it was anyway, terrible. to tell you about a good marriage and what a good mate I am. When I was not feeling well, Jimmy ran and did for me, brought me food. What do you need, honey? What do you want? Went up and down. You know, did everything. And yesterday, I did it also, like the bucket of puke. I had to dump, clean it up. Ugh, you know, but that's what you do in marriage. It's not all just good times and fun. When the hard times come, you gotta, you know. Buckle up. Buck, you know, b belly up to the bar, boys, and, you know, do it. The things we do for love. That's right. Well, it's true. If you really love someone, you, you do all you can for them. If you don't love them, then you do nothing for them, and that would be obvious that that person should find somebody Literally, else. Literally, though, Chad, like, I got home at, like, noon or something. He was or 12 30, And from 12.30 to, like, 4.30, I was, like, throwing up. I couldn't eat anything, and I don't know if it was from the anesthesia. And the hospital called today the anesthesia people to find out how I was, and I was right. like, well, I was throwing up forever, and they were like, oh, well, good luck. And <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it wasn't like he was puking, like, uh, uh, uh. It was like that movie when the head spun around on the girl. Yeah, Exorcist. Like <laughs> the exorcist, the puke was coming out like two feet. I had to grab a big bucket and catch it, run around going like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was flying. Oh. Disgusting. Now we talk about puke, everything on this show. It was uh, terrible. Now we've really rounded the show out. We talk about penises, urine, sex, and puke. Covered well, all. So well, now what we're going to do is take a quick music break because we got a world premiere gonna, we're going to play right now for everybody. Which, and, which uh, one? Which one? Which one? Um, huh? You Who? don't know it. Who, who's the artist? The artist is Tevin Campbell, you guys. You guys know Tevin Campbell. He's, a, I think, a five-time Grammy nominee. He's got a brand-new single. It's called Safer on the Ground. Has not been played on a single radio station yet. We are the world premiere of this brand-new song called Safer on the Ground. And Tevin Campbell's all grown up now. The song is awesome. It's getting ready to be released. And you're going to hear it first here on the Jimmy Star Show. You got it ready, Chad? Let's roll it. All right, everybody. Safer on the Ground by Tevin Campbell. <laughs> As usual, kind of like the day that we met Oh, I would have never known 
when you said hello You would cause the damage you did And I still wear footprints That you left upon my heart From the day that you walked out of my world And I still catch myself looking Out the window for your car It's a good, good song. He's got a good voice. I liked it. It's good. My kind of music, you know, I like that sort of thing. R&B is cool, baby. That's right. R&B is cool. Meanwhile, <laughs> speaking of R&B cool, when is Angie B, B, Angie B's uh, song Love coming out? Uh, the song is already out. The album's coming out April 22nd. Because I keep waiting for her album. You know, I love Angie. I love her as a person, and I love her voice. Um you know, I won't forget that night we were at her house in, in Atlanta and she was at the piano singing Love 
and I swear to you, the inspiration that she sent me was just that of love. She she acted it out, and just what a job she does with that song. Absolutely, it's a fab. It's my favorite song, you know, love. You got to hear it to believe it. There I love go. that. I love love that song. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, uh, talk for a second, but Chad, we're gonna play one other new song. That when are we've we gonna play before. love again? I want to hear it. Uh, not right now. Um, <laughs> when the album comes out, when it gets closer, Chad. Yes, sir. Yeah, I sent you a video for Hunter and the Dirty Jacks that just came out the other day. It's called Rock and Roll Soul. You're going to kind of like this. This is a little bit more up your alley probably. Uh, I have so that one. Find that one. In a second, we're going to play it. Let's just do a quick uh, quick commercial letting everybody know that they can hear the Jimmy Star Show. And please listen to us on iTunes. We're trying to like uh, uh, increase our ra- rankings on iTunes, you guys. So please download and listen to us and subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also hear us on SoundCloud, Audioboom, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. And now the show's on Roku Television Worldwide, and it's free. So check it out. It's really cool. Plus, we're on a bunch of great stations like our home station, W4CY Radio, with the incredibly talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and also, we're on IMBD now. Yes, but it's not finished yet. So. Not finished yet. You can go on there and see some of our shows. Is that right? No. no. Uh, IMBD you can see the people that we've had on had our shows. see the people on our shows. Right. Yes, so if ever you want to check out our roster. You can see us on IMDB, but not yet. It just got approved today, right. and it takes 24 hours before I can update it. We're all over the place, which is exciting. I know. I think it's pretty exciting, too. I love it, too. So we got another new uh, cool-ass... It's kind of like a... I don't know what you call this. It's kind of like classic rock, country rock. The name of the band is called Hunter and the Dirty Jacks. The name of the song is called Rock and Roll Soul. This is like kind of like the music that you would hear in vinyl, in a way. Um, and if you guys aren't watching that HBO show, Vinyl, you should be. It's really, really good. Ron and I have been watching it. There's four episodes out so far. Um, but this song is really cool. The name's Rock and Roll Soul. Chad, you got it ready? Let's check it out. Here it is, everybody. Hunter and the Dirty Jacks. For a king, no rhythm to speak I wish to God you could sing Find a hill in the Troy in a real world style Could start a religion with a launch code smile And I want more with a rock and roll soul Here's what I need Thank you. 
Rock and Roll Soul by Hunter and the Dirty Jacks. What'd you think of that, Chad? That was rocking. <laughs> I got it. I was bouncing in my chair. It's got a great beat. Uh, definitely, you know, from the uh, 1960s, the late 60s in music sound. Yeah, it was kind of uh, hippie-ish rock. Yeah, this kind of rock started in the late 60s, like 68, 69, when it had a different sound. Then in the 70s, it got a little bit of, I don't know what happened to it, but rock got bigger. That's what it was. This is basically a guitar and a guy's voice. You know, in the 70s, rock was more like explosions Kinda and stuff. It has that like old Rolling Stones a little bit in there. Right, a Rolling vibe, Stone yeah. sound to it, exactly. But actually, I liked Cindy it. Cindy Lady good. Lake wrote Black Crows, and she's actually, they're going on tour with Chris Robinson from the Black Crows. So yeah. I liked it. I liked Crows, this. exactly. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's really cool. You guys, they're a California band. You can follow them on Twitter. They're Dirty Jacks Live, D-I-R-T-Y-J-A-C-K-S-L-I-V-E. There you go. We're having the best weather in uh, the Northeast. It's 78 uh, today, sunny and gorgeous out. It's like summer. What's it like in Florida, Chad? Hmm. It's a little bit overcast. we got a little breeze in the trees, uh, probably about 80 degrees. Right. We're having weird weather. Do you think it's global warming? I mean, we don't really get this kind of weather in the beginning of March. This is kind of end of April, early May weather. Well, so it's all kind our of host of Next week, it could snow. Next week, very well, it could snow. It seems like all the hosts that I've had, uh, everything is the weird. The weather's weird everywhere. So I don't know if it's global warming or just something's going on. But to have almost eighty in 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 uh, Pennsylvania and New York, it's imp- it's incredible. I, mean, I love it. I was out sunning this morning. <laughs> there you Got go. Leaf blower. I blew all the leaves off the patio because we have forests here, and we had leaves for days. So I, it looks good now. Everything is clean. I like to do that stuff, you know. We could hire somebody, but I like doing it. It gives me my exercise, and I connect with the, with nature. I love leaves. I love to step on leaves and listen to them crunch. Something you don't get living in Florida or L.A. Okay. That's my big deal of the day. What can I tell you? I mean, I didn't shoot anybody or I didn't get raped anybody. So, <laughs> Sorry about that if it was boring, everybody. What about you, week? Chad? What's going on with you guys and where are Chad and Heather playing? What has Chad and Heather got going on on the bill? I have no idea. We just canceled tomorrow night at Aruba Cafe, and then I think we're at Boca West Country Club on Saturday. So I, I don't know if we have one or two gigs this week. Uh, I really don't know, Jim. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Anywhere, you know. Every so. other week he's got ever like a something every day. <laughs> I never know anyway. So go to Sunrise Highway, stand at the exit, play with a cup. As the cop stop, as the cars stop at the full stop to make the left to go to Fort Lauderdale, they'll put money in your cup. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to make some money to pay goddess. Oh, oh, to pay goddess? Mm-hmm. Goddess, are you sneaking around in Florida? Oh, goddess is in Florida. Goddess, She's are close. you sneaking around with Chad? If your man finds out, he's going to shoot the boat to you. No, she just wants the $2 for my two cuss words today. Oh, <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> we love her. She's sweet. Gosh. I'm sorry we didn't get to see her when we were in Florida. I don't know what happened. 
Our time was really crazy. Actually, everybody in the chat room knows talking about how hot you are, Chad. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, listen to that, how he brushes everybody off. Well, thank you very much. I'll try to cool down. Wait 20 years from now. You're not going to get how hot you are. They're going to get how fat you are, how old you are, how shot you are. No, you're not. How do you know? You don't. (laughs) I'm an exception. He's not gay. Gay men never age or get ugly. Gay men stay gorgeous forever. We die beautiful. Uh, Straight men, for some reason, fall apart at 40. I don't know why that is. They they, they get heavy. You're 40, aren't you? I guess I'll have to uh, change my ways in 20 years. No, seriously, all my gay friends, when we go out, everybody looks at us, probably because we all look like a bunch of fags. But no, aside, <laughs> aside, from that, aside from that, they look at us because everybody's dressed in designer clothes and everybody's thin with the skin-tight jeans and the jackets and the whatevers, and we look great. Now, we're, in a, now we're all, uh, and my friends and I, we're in our late 60s and early 70s, and we go into rooms where people are in their 50s and they look like crap. And the women will tell us. They'll say, you know, I wish my husband wore his hair like you. Or I wish my husband had hair, period. But I wish my husband yeah. dressed like you. I wish he had hair, period. <laughs> you know, they would say, oh, my husband would never wear those jeans. And I look at the husband. I said, no, they don't come in 58 waists. <laughs> you know, I mean, please, lady. <laughs> anyway, gay people, even the, even the lezzies, they look good for their age. A lot of old dykes, you know, look really pretty and young. I think you shouldn't use those words. What, dykes? I'm allowed. Why? Because I'm gay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's a nice dyke is a nice word. There's nothing wrong with being a dyke. Dyke is not a bad word, Jimmy. Dyke. Okay, well, don't please don't use it. Why it offends you? Are you a dyke? No, it doesn't offend me, but I don't think it's correct. It means a masculine it. woman is a dyke. I know, but you can say lesbian, and then no, lesbian, lesbian could be like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. You know, lesbian. supposedly I heard rumors. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you could be feminine and pretty. And be a lesbian, but if you're a, a bull dyke or an 18-wheeler, then wow. you're butch. Just like if you're, if you're a flaming queen, that's different from like what Rock Hudson was or like uh, a Ruben, the, the one that, what's his name, Rubio, that's running for president. When you use the words, like since other people don't use them correctly, it gets them out there in the world and they use them incorrectly. Other people will use yeah, them Yeah, but you know, it's okay. It's not a bad word. It's not a t- it doesn't have anything sexual about it. It's not a bad word. It just tells you that... I, she's a dyke. She's as strong as a dyke in Holland that holds back water. That's what it means. There it is. That okay. she's as strong as a dyke. Stop it. You can't be such a prude, Jimmy. I can't stand you like that. I come from Brooklyn. We're very open-minded. You're like a wasp from a some wasp. shithole in Florida. I don't know where the frig you were raised in Florida. Holy Roller Jacksonville or something. I am not. Anyway, we're going to play Ugh, a song. What, what a bore sometimes. Uh, we're going to play a song for you guys. We're going to play a song Ron likes, actually, this time, you guys. It's Which Reflections one? of a Disco Ball by... Oh, Cross I got to go dancing, baby. Oh. Chad, you got that one? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, I got to dance, dance, dance. I had my dance, finger dance, on dance. it all day. Time. I'm going to blow stitches out of my belly. Oh, wait, I got to dance <laughs> for this one. I'm going to blow stitches and blood all over this camera. You so love- there it is, everybody. The song's called Reflections of a Disco Ball I by Paris Go, Ron. Go, Ron. Go round! What are you holding back for? Time's heartbeat, it never stops I don't care what your excuse you have always been on 
that is really i have that in my uh thing my whatever it's called ipad ipod ipod, iPod. and i do it seriously when i want to lose weight everybody in the chat room those go ronnie go ronnie they no, i love the it. song it, it's so disco it's i love the disco era i mean gloria Gaynor, donna summers all the great disco queens of the day the music was incredible if you kids out there are too young and you weren't around in those days you missed fun days nothing like the hustle it was a great dance do Pla the hustle platform <laughs> shoes shoulder pads i mean wild hair we dressed like everybody was outrageously dressed we went to the club studio Wait, 54 that's the 70s too right 70s okay we went to studio 54 we danced with everybody all the great liza minnelli was there and uh andy warhol and all the models it was phenomenal it was an era that will never be again I loved it. I enjoyed every minute of it. And I stayed out till 7, 8 o'clock in the morning enjoying every bit of it and come, came home in the sunlight, all glittery, full of glitter and stuff. Uh, the music was incredible. The artists were fabulous. Goddess says she used to steal her sister's platforms. But guys wore platforms too then, right? I had platforms. I needed platforms, right? At six feet tall. I had platforms. They were about maybe four inches high, and they were suede, gray suede, but the sole was like four different shades of, of gray. I mean, it was wild. Bell bottoms, huge, gigantic, see-through shirts, chains, tons of chains, 50 rings on either hand. So what's My your favorite, what was your favorite song from Wait. the time? Oh, the, the Last Dance, Donna Summer's Last Dance. There was no song for us. That was it. And when they played Last Dance, people tore their clothes off, and I'm not lying. They're asking if you remember the shoes with the goldfish in the heels. No, no, that one I never would see with a real live animal in a heel. No, that was publicity. That was crap. on Starsky and Hutch, I think. But that was publicity. That was never. That, that would never allow that. It was like, no, no, that would be horrible. 
But uh, everybody at Studio 54, okay, they played Last Dance, which was around 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And they used to empty amyl nitrate, which are poppers, you know, Russian stuff, through the ventilation. So everybody in the whole studio would be breathing in this crap and getting stoned. And I'm serious. Guys were taking down their pants. Girls were taking off their blouses. They didn't wear bras then. So girls are bouncing around naked. Guys are naked, screaming, yelling. It was like a crazy house. It's fabulous. I loved it. And oh, the old days were the best days, you know. It was really fun. I mean, I know all the decades. You know, the 50s were wonderful with my rock and roll people. And uh, the 60s were fabulous with the Beatles. The 70s were fabulous with Donna Summers. And then the 80s, I just kind of got stuck with kids and houses. And 80s were awesome. Yeah, but I was too busy cleaning swimming pools and doing that kind of shit with my kids. Ballet for Leslie, something for Deirdre, you know, my wife. I was very involved with that stuff. So the 80s, I kind of grew up a little bit. Then, of course, I, I, I ungrew up. In the 2000s. In the 2000s. <laughs> in the 2000s, I went bananas again. And here I am in the 2000s. It's crazy. No, 2016 is now. So, you know, never grow old, folks. Chad, did you like the 80s? Of course I did. Who did you like from the... What's an 80s band that you liked? Oh, God. An 80s band that I like. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I was into Jovi and Rat and stuff. I kind of was in the the rock and heavier rock. Uh, As far as, like, the poppy culture stuff, I guess... I don't know, Mr. Mister at the time. I thought they were kind of like cool. Yeah, Mr. Mister was cool. Kaylee, they sang that song, Kaylee. Right. And I, I like Spade. Was it Spade? No. Jade Spade? What was her name? I don't know. Actually, like Huey Lewis in the News, they were big. The singer girl, Spade, Jade. It's Sade. 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 Spade. Good one, Ron. I couldn't think of the name. Sade. Sade was good. And there were a lot of groups that were good in those They're days. They're saying tw- Queen, Twisted Sister, Blondie. Blondie was good. Blondie. Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran, Twisted I Sister, Duran. I was in that. Duran Duran was a good one. Yeah, I liked Duran Duran. But basically, uh, I liked all... The disco overflow that went into the 80s was kind of nice. It was a mix of... The, They're laughing about Sade. <laughs> oh, come on. You know what? When you live as long as I do, your brain can just remember so much. And then a lot of it you throw out... I mean, you know, what the hell do I have to know her name for? Just throw out the P. Well, thir- 30 years show. ago, 30 years ago, I should remember her name from, she doesn't even remember her name now, she's so old. So, you know, from 30 years ago, I should remember somebody's name. I'm lucky I remember your name from an hour ago. I, my father taught me as a very young boy, whatever names you hear in this house, you never repeat in the street. So I was raised never to remember anyone's name. And I don't. Because that's what my father raised me. Forget names. Name what's, what's and you don't and, wait a minute. And you don't use names. That's what my father said. You don't you drop names or impress. And here I'm in a business where all we do is use names, you know, stars, celebrities. Who's on the phone with us? Who's on the phone with us? I don't know. What's his name? Who? Who's on the phone with us? Chad. I, Oh, I know. You got to give me a better clue than that. I thought somebody He's was the calling. Only other person on the phone with us. No, I thought somebody was calling in to talk to me. Chad, of course I know Chad. Okay. Chad's my friend for a long time now. I know Chad. What's the girl in the chat room we always talk about? Goddess. Okay, good. What do you think I'm senile? Like music. Well, you said you don't remember from half an hour. No, 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 no. You know what it is, folks. When you're in my business, you meet a million people. When you're out in the public world conventions, red carpet events, they all come over and they give you their name like you're supposed to remember. 
So all the women are gorgeous, sweetheart, and darling, and all the men are handsome and terrific. So if I need a guy over there, I say, hey, handsome, come over here, because I don't know their names. Like, so that's it. Like goddess, you can't forget that. No. Like goddess is an easy one Goddess, to goddess is like she's on smart. our show, practically. You know, she's part of our show. But it's very difficult when you meet, in a month, a couple of hundred people. And to remember their names, especially going to hospitals, doctors. I don't know doctors' names. What do I know from the doctors? Do you know I have what no idea. Doctor's name is that we're going to on Friday. Doctor, no, I have not a clue. <laughs> not a what clue. What about the doctor who did my shoulder? He was your doctor too. I call him Doctor Handy. That's right. Oh. That's his name. Handy. But I call him Doctor Happy. Oh, he's handy. Because <laughs> he's handy when he's happy. He's handy. <laughs> <laughs> I, did my knee. I had a thing in my knee where they went in and they tightened up a tendon. You know, what's that called? Opt optoscopic surgery. And Dr. Happy was happy. Dr. Happy was handy. Because <laughs> his name is Dr. Handy. Oh, Dr. Handy, we were supposed to talk about you. I promised you yesterday. Uh, but I would have said in the beginning of the show, oh, well, anyway, Dr. Handy is a great doctor. If ever you're in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and you need a knee or a shoulder repaired, go to Dr. What's his name? Handy. Handy. How about, do you know Dr. Kildare? Yeah, that was on television. Okay. And, and and someone I knew many, 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 many years ago played in that television series. And I'll be goddamned if I remember his name. He was gorgeous. He was a handsome actor. And he played in Dr. Kildare. Oh, the blonde fellow. He, he studied Shakespearean acting in, in England. Oh, uh, Richard Chamberlain. Richard Chamberlain. Let me tell you, folks, I met him in Connecticut. A friend of mine from the Townhouse Gay Bar in New York City had a beautiful house up in Connecticut. And we were up there for the weekend, and who comes to the door but Richard Chamberlain and his lover. He wanted to rent the house because Nicholas had the house up for, for rent. And who is it but, uh, who are we talking about? Richard Chamberlain, the most gentleman and soft-spoken and charming man. He was really wonderful. But of course, he didn't rent the house. So, But we got to meet him anyway. This was years ago. Huh? You gotta love it. I met so many celebrities. Like the last guest said, when you live in California and you're in our business, I mean, you meet celebrities every day. It's it's no big deal. And you do get jaded. You do. You meet them and it's like, okay, big deal. Hey Dot. Hey guys. Can you hit the video button? I did. Oh shit, I turned it off. Oops, dang it, I turned it off. Dot. There we go. <laughs> you find shoot. You find you find two. Look there at you. Go. All right, hold on. Oh gotta, my wait, 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 wait. We gotta read. We gotta start all over. You guys. We, ha we have to make believe. We're gonna do a whole new intro. Yeah. Okay. Pretending like beauty. you had the video. Oh my. All right. Who's that blonde? Hang woo, on. Wait woo, a second. Easy hey, killer. My gorgeous wife. All right, She's hold on, gorgeous. Hold on. <laughs> all right, everybody. We want to welcome oh to the God. show three-time Emmy nominee Dot Marie Jones with her fabulous wife Bridget Castan. Hello and welcome to the show. Yay! Hi guys. Thank you so much. Before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell, who's also my husband. Gorgeous. I, I want to look like the blonde in drag. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're so gorgeous. Where'd you get her? I got to get into you, baby. I got to find wow. out how and why and what. And what did it cost? I mean, this one had to cost something. <laughs> you you get her taking her to McDonald's, that's for sure. <laughs> Actually, it's expensive because it, it was like an airport McDonald's. No, 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 no. No, no. When, when you saw her, you had to go after her with both barrels to get her. This is not easy catch. 
Tell him. It's very hard catch. Trust she me. She came after me. I chased her. What? Really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. Even better. Hold on. We got to finish introducing That's you That's because everybody. you look like Meryl Streep with brown hair. That I do? Yeah, you look like Meryl Streep with yeah. brown hair. I've heard that. I can see that. I've heard that before in Kurt Russell's sister. No, Kurt Russell's sister. Hang on. Uh, we got to introduce everybody. First of all, uh, we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, ladies. Welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. Good to have you. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Oh, my room. God. That's awesome. Hi, you guys. Thanks for tuning, tuning in. There you go. All Meanwhile, right. we're not interested in you anymore after seeing the blonde. So <laughs> What? Bridget, I knew you'd take over. Gosh damn it. <laughs> Whatever. She is <laughs> moonshine. A Bobby doll. She is perfect. Look at those teeth, the smile, the nose. I tell her that every day. She's perfect. She's gorgeous. Go. Are she you, is. You, you're Inside and out. That's the best part. That's important. Are you married legally? Yes. Two okay. years. Yeah, Jimmy and I are three and a half years legally married. Awesome. Let me know when you redo your vows. I'll marry you guys. I'm ordained. She's, she's, she's ordained. She can, like, marry us the next oh, time. Oh, what's his when name wanted to do us, too? Our friend, if I can remember his name. <laughs> he's such a good friend. No, he is. He is. <laughs> no, he's a medium. He's the, the famous medium. Oh, Chip Coffee. Chip Coffee, the famous medium. Oh, okay. I have heard of him. Yeah, Chip is also an ordained minister, and he was going to marry us. But we had a problem because we've got so many friends in New York, California, Florida, and Pennsylvania. We couldn't do a destination wedding and ask everybody to fly in. Well, so, sweetie, you go around to each state now that we can. We couldn't afford to do uh -huh. a wedding I want and the sort of people. I mean, Hollywood would have been like very big shot people. I can't say, you know, it's Kool-Aid and potato chips under a tree. <laughs> Because that's all we could afford them. Meanwhile, that blonde is exquisite. I don't think call she's that No, I, I don't care what her name is. She's always going to be <laughs> the blonde. That's okay. The blonde. Oh, that's that's okay. your title, honey. Uh, the blonde. The ultimate blonde. So, name so, don't matter. So first of all, we want to congratulate Beautiful. you, Dot Marie Jones. She's the one on the right. Who cares? For all your it's fabulous... <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks Dad. <laughs> what I was going to say, the though. tell us no, what no. it's all about. What I was going to say, though, like out of all your great acting accomplishments, I want to congratulate you most on getting married and being out an out gay actor in Hollywood who works and gets jobs and has a beautiful wife since now I get to see how fabulous she is. I just think that's Look at the hair. Cool I love the way the hair, like Veronica Lake, how it hangs on one side. So sexy. Everything about Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange. Or, or, or Rabbit. A young Jessica Lange. Oh, what wow. was the cartoon, The Rabbit Lady? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Robert Roger Rabbit. Oh, the Jess um, Jessica uh, Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. If she had red hair, she could be... Look at those teeth. Are those teeth yours? Yes. They're gorgeous. <laughs> My God. She even has beautiful teeth. So how did teeth. you guys meet? <laughs> we uh, met in an airport. I'll let Bridget tell it since you guys don't care about me. That's true. We don't. <laughs> We're coming back to I you. Don't. <laughs> you know what? Don't work with children, dogs, and a knockout like this because you're out. <laughs> All right. No, we not. met in an airport. McDonald's. In, in Atlanta. That's so well, cool. What were you doing? Flying or a stewardess? Yes. I was flight attendant. And I was on my way home from Ireland. I can't believe she picked up a flight attendant. They're hard to get. She picked me up. I'm telling you. She, so how'd you know she was a lesbian? I... I I mean, how could you not tell? I mean, you it's know. such a long. It's just it's a long story. Kind it of. is. It's a really long story. You know, my people care more about that than her career. I have <laughs> every show is so nosy. They all and that you know, straight people don't get it that we gay people do just what they do. 
except that the, the, the sex is different. You know, I was walking in the mall in Boca, and Jimmy walked up to me and said, you're the most gorgeous guy in the mall, and I said, get the fuck out of here. Of course, I thought he was a jerk. You know, you don't walk up to a man and assume he's gay and say such a thing. And Jimmy said, well, you had on white flip-flops, skin-tight white jeans, and a white shirt with your white hair. You look like Mr. Clean, a gay Mr. Clean. <laughs> but the fact that he took you know, he assumed I was gay. I don't know. I mean, so you assumed that she was gay. You took a shot. I, I did. And I thought that she or was... Or are you talking about me? I thought... <laughs> yeah, we'll let you in every now and then. <laughs> okay, go ahead, babe. I thought she was from Atlanta. I thought I, she looked familiar. And I thought she was just a local. And um, I asked around the community there. And no one knew her. And I said, you can't miss her. She's 6'3", curly hair. You can't miss her. So she's no one knew her. Butch number. I like that. <laughs> so then, um, a few months later, I saw her on Glee. And it was I my said, first episode I said, of Glee. Uh, oh, well, that's, that, there's that. I didn't oh, think I'd ever meet her. Yeah, that is good. And so how did you see her again? I sent her a message on she, Facebook. She found me on Facebook. And said, I saw you in the airport X amount of months ago. No, she said, she's so cute. She goes, um, I think I saw you in Atlanta airport. Were you just there? And I said, I wrote back. I said, oh my God, you're so cute. That was like six, eight months ago. <laughs> and then we just started talking for a few months, just like that. And then she says, you want to meet in Vegas? I said, yeah. So that's what we did. That's awesome. Okay. So now big shot over there, six foot three. Where'd you take her the first date? Vegas. Vegas. We met in Vegas. Oh, so you took it to one of those buffets, free buffets? In the <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually you can went eat. to a really nice restaurant. Where did we go? We went to the one at the Wynn when we went to that um, that show there. Yeah, I don't remember her name. I can't remember it either. So how much did That's that dinner cost you? <laughs> how do you know that she had to pay for it? How do you know she didn't pay because for it? Because the butch ones always pay. No. <laughs> they oh, do. <laughs> Jimmy keeps saying he's butch. He wanted to get a Jeep because he said to me, I'm butch. I'm going <laughs> to spring in a Jeep. I said, you butch? All right, okay, you know what? Well, I'm not going to burst this bubble. It could be butch. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you want to be butch, you pick up the dinner table. First of all, first of all Don, I have to apologize for him because he's not a gleek. He's never seen glee. So he no, has I don't no watch idea. television. He, doesn't he only really watches Turner Classic movies, and once in a while I get Because I'm ancient, show. and I don't know anybody from today. The only time I enjoy myself is if it's Clark Abel, you know, Lauren Bacall, Betty Grable, Betty Davis, then I'm happy. So I have to watch my channel. Otherwise. So he's never seen you. So he also doesn't know certain things like he didn't know you were six foot three. Um, here's no. some other things he doesn't know. He doesn't know that you were like a shot put professional who qualified for the U.S. Olympic trials and that you're the 15 time world. Well, wait, 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 what did she do in the Olympics? No, she wow. Olympic trials. The Olympic trials. Shot put. Cool. What's that? That's when you th throw the like. The big metal ball that you throw in track and field. I didn't know either. Oh, the big cement ball. No, it's metal. Oh. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. War, 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 I think the blonde and I are alike. I think yes. I'm, I'm going blonde tomorrow. So she's, Your hair is beautiful, by the way. Wait, huh? Your hair is stunning. Yeah. I'm going to make I, it. I'm serious. I love it. Good. Well, no, no. So she qualified. It comes, it comes with age, unfortunately. She, she qualified for the U.S. Olympic trials and shot put, and she's and in the chat room, they're all talking about arm wrestling. So you're the 15-time world arm wrestling champion. Yeah, I'm retired now because I'm old. 18-wheeler, for sure. She's an 18-wheeler. You know what an 18-wheeler is? No. In New York, we had an expression. 
I had a friend who was very femme, like your wife, blonde, beautiful. She looked like Kim Novak, and I would be fixing her up. And she'd say, well, what is she like? I said, she's an 18-wheeler. That's like a heavy-duty dyke that drives an 18-wheeler truck. And my friend only went out with girls that way. She never would go out with a girl that looked like a girl. She went out with one called Chopsy, a very famous lesbian in Greenwich Village. And Chopsy was a drag butch. She wore black pants, a white man's shirt, and a black vest, and her hair was cut like a crew cut. She was the most handsome little boy. And my friend only liked, you know, what we used to call bull dykes in our day. Jimmy got offended by that. I said, no, that's our, our language in our, in our village. That's how the queen. I mean, when they'd say Ron Russell, is he a queen? They'd all say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how, you that's how you discuss who's what and where and how. And mm -hmm. straight people shouldn't use those words because you're not allowed. We break your fucking legs <laughs> if you do. I think it's funny. So, But I'll among ourselves, we can say whatever we like because we say it with love and affection. Like my dearest friend in the world, Danae Montague King of the cosmetic people. Um, I dish her all the time. You know, I love her to death. But, you know, she's a drag queen and I constantly <laughs> keep torturing her about her drag. <laughs> Actually, she got married. We were in California in I was July of last year, and she was the matron of honor. I was, was the matron of honor. Because they did, everybody was in drag. And he got upset because I had a slit in my gown with my leg hanging out, and I could jack up tits like you can't believe. Because for years, I, no, for years I worked as Jane Russell impersonator. For years. Oh, wow. New York, all over the country. I was very, very famous and very big. So I have an, an apparatus that I put on that almost it makes my balls, my cleavage, you know, pulls everything up. <laughs> Hello. Hey, now. But, oh, seriously, I have enormous cleavage. And when I came in and we walked down the aisle, she looked at me and she said, oh, bitch, you had to have the leg and the tits out even at my wedding to look like a whore. <laughs> I said, well... I may look like a whore, but you're the whore. You know, you're the one that's getting married, covering up in a white dress, you slut. <laughs> you know, you lost your virgin. <coughs> oh, you tramp. In the bushes across the street from Billy Lee's gay bar. Okay, so let's go back. So Bridget. Yeah. Love you. Okay. So let's go back. So so you you uh, realized that she was on Glee. Did you realize that she was in a bunch of things before Glee or no? Well, that's when I realized how I, I recognized her. I saw her on Scare Tactics, yeah. which was my, she was on my favorite one. And oh. I said, that's how I know her. Yeah. I have to say, like, because I went down through your IMDb, and I'm going to, like, we're going to do this little thing I like to do. But, but like, I had no idea some of the things that you were in because I didn't know it was you at the time. So now I'm, like, going back looking at all because I've seen almost everything that you've been in. But I'm a huge, besides Glee, and I'm a huge Glee fan. But besides, Brilliant. what did you do in Glee? You have to sing and, to sing and dance. <laughs> No, she played Coach Beats, which is the high school football coach. Why do they always make coaches lesbians? I mean, all the time. I, a big, every <laughs> I time. wasn't a lesbian on the show. Oh, come on. They were going to pass you off as a femme Well, fashion. until the last season, and then I became a trans character. Oh. I became from women, transgender from woman to man. That's cool. You know what? If you cut your hair short, you could look like Kurt Russell. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you, Jimmy, I'll, I'll send you a picture. No, I, seriously. I've got pictures. Listen, where, 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 are, where do you live? In um, Los Angeles. Okay, next Halloween, I'm going as Jane. You go as Kurt. Be my date. Because you're six foot three. I always like a guy a little taller than I am. Because <laughs> in, in high heels, I'm six three. So, you know, we could be, it'll be Jane Russell. Listen, Jane, the Russell. 
It could be the Russells, Jane Russell and Kurt Russell. That's perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Think that we're married. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> and we could say the blonde is our daughter. Absolutely. She's the child that we had, we found. I'll she, take that. She was the orphan child that we found on a doorstep crying. Okay, now hold on. Good. Back so so I didn't know I didn't. Uh, first I'm of sorry. Because uh, everybody wants us to talk. I about I want to hang out with you guys. I don't give on, a shit. On, I know. Come on out. Come on over. We're moving to Palm Springs. I know. I heard. Okay, so you guys are invited for a weekend to our house. I cook Italian. I have very fabulous, uh, in interesting friends. Everybody's in the business. They're all demented. Everybody's funny and you know, gay and wild. I'm serious. I love. We're you. there. It'll I'm be serious. Fun. I'm calling you. And I'm don't serious. Bullshit I've, got about, her, I've got all her information. Yeah, but I don't want her bullshit about, oh, we can't make it. <laughs> no, believe me, she's good about that. She will set the date and we're there. And you could fly there because she flies free. She's not, not a anymore. Not anymore. She's not a stewardess anymore. I'm oh, a nurse. She, now she's a nurse. A nurse. Wow. Oh, That's my. awesome. Oh, now you just blew all the straight men's minds. <laughs> <laughs> They're all thinking of her in a little nurse's uniform. I'm feeling kind of sick. In the bath. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, hold on. So we have to, because we have to talk to you guys. Stop for a second. Yeah, straight guys. Yeah, they're saying, oh, Miss I mean, Nurse, could you rub my penis a little more? You know what? I mean, <laughs> and, and if they're in there because they're having cardiac arrest, she kills them. That's the kind of, the kind of nurse I am. I'm a cardiac She's nurse. She's a cardiac nurse. That's hilarious. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Either kills him and brings him back. <laughs> Get out of here! You gotta love it. You're gonna kill every eighty-year-old man. That <laughs> <laughs> they'll die in the bed. Let's <laughs> touch their nipples and they'll go on fire. Are you kidding? Don't you dare! Hey, you, if you only knew. <laughs> oh, this is this is a funny okay, show. Hang on, I love hang this on, show. Hang on. All right, because so, we've you got tons of people fabulous. that tune in. We You're have to fabulous. talk about two specific things real quick, and then we okay. can go. This other stuff. Okay, first of all, we'll go back to Glee then. Uh, okay, so you played Coach Beast. Your character's freaking awesome. Everybody who's seen it, he really would like Glee if he would watch it, but he hasn't watched it. But I've seen all of them a zillion times. And one of my favorite things, and what I want to know is, like, did you sing before? Did they kind of coach you and teach you how to sing? Because you didn't really sing a lot at the beginning. And as no, a you started uh, more. I never sang till I was on the show. And um, we honestly never knew what the hell we were going to do till we got the script. And I got the script, and the first time I sang, I had a duet with Matthew mm -hmm. in the bar, a country western song, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. And then I thought, okay, this is fun because we had to act drunk and all that, and so that was safe. And so, because we were silly. And then, uh, was it the next season? It was season yeah. three. Season yeah. three, yeah. I got the script, and I was—I always like to see the songs because they post them at the front of the script, who's doing what. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to do Jolene. I said, oh, holy shit, I'm doing Jolene. I was scared to death. <laughs> what but, you I mean, job? with the name alone, Jolene, I'd be scared, too. You know that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I put her name. Dolly Parton song. No, I don't know this song. You don't know the name song, Jolene? Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm sick. I sound like shit. I like it. Mostly <laughs> 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 just says Jolene. Most of it. Well, I tell you though, right? my favorite, my favorite one though, out of all of them, is one you do with Mark Starling when you do Mean. I think because the yeah, song, so song had such a great message. The video was awesome. Um, yeah. And I, I actually downloaded. it. I listen to it all the time. So like. Oh, you're so cute. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, like, I got downloaded all. Nothing, but thank you. Uh, yes. Jimmy is cute. I love him. <laughs> He's a you should. He's adorable. He's my honey bun. 
I think though, I think that just I think as a credit, being on Glee is one of the coolest things ever. We want to say congratulations on your three Emmy nominations. Thank you. Outstanding. You have Emmy. three Emmy nominations. Yeah, three. Yeah, my first three seasons on Glee, I was nominated for an Emmy. Wow, that's fine. As a guest star, which is Very. crazy. Yeah, when you look at the category of people who are nominated for guest stars, pretty honored. Uh, you're an actress now, still acting, correct? Yes, sir. Do you think it's going to be tough to typecast you being six foot three? You know what? I, God, it's going to be hard because I've been doing this since I was 27. I'm 52. And um, I... 52. Yeah. I work, you know, you work your butt off to get something like the character I played on Glee, which was truly amazing. And, um, and it actually helped people. And that was what the best part of it was. Well, now that they're trying to open up the doors to gay people in Hollywood, hopefully we're all working on it. Uh, you know, every, black people want to play black roles. Nobody wears blackface anymore. It's considered not necessary and stupid. And we feel that if there's a gay part, it should be played by a gay actor who can do the best performance. There's nothing worse than seeing a straight guy acting gay. I want to smack the shit out of them. Because they... <laughs> They do this. Oh, it's just so wonderful that they just get so gay. Yeah, over the top. Or if they're lesbians, they're like, hey, baby, get over here. I want to pull your right. pants down. You know, so it's so stereocasted, it's terrible. And mm -hmm. I think that we should play our own parts. And therefore, it would open doors for you and me. Because I've done a lot of television in my day. Mm -hmm. I remember when I did, I forgot what show, maybe McMillan and Wife, maybe Charlie's Angels. I don't remember. God, I used to love McMillan and White. Yeah, well, I loved Rock Hudson. Um, <laughs> Same. So, I don't remember. Anyway, whatever show it was, it was somewhere in the world. I remember they said, somebody, the director came over and he said, Ron, you're, don't use your arms so much. You're very effeminate. And I thought, okay, here we go. Strap those arms in. Because, you know, I can be, but I'm Italian and that's how we talk. But they thought it was being effeminate. Right. Oh, if I need to, I can. I can be very straight, you know. When I need to be, this is how I can when I work. When I work, this is how, so cute. No, this is how I talk when I work, and this is how I act. Uh -huh. But in my real life, I'm just all over the place, darling. <laughs> you know. I love it. I can't wait to hang out with you guys. I'm serious. I'm serious too. And you know what? You know who John Barrowman is? I'm sorry. You know John Barrowman, the actor. John Barrowman, the famous actor. You don't know John? He's gay with his lover. Tell her what John does. No, uh, John Behrman's the guy on Arrow. He's on Arrow. Arrow. Doctor Who in Torchwood. He plays the dark. He plays uh, I mean, the dark arts are on Arrow. And he's how old a kid is he? He sounds young. No, he's old. He's like your. Uh, well, no. Old. He's like my. He's age. old. He's like your age. I'm your age too, but that's, he's that's old okay. like us. That's okay. He just. How old are you? I'm 51, so I'm right at. So your Jimmy age. just put me in the grave. Jimmy put me in the grave because you guys are old. No, but he's I'm like in in, he's like 50, and he was at Comic Con, and he's. Seen oh, he's a big, 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 big famous star. I mean, he's like big shit. So I'm just looking him up right now, so I'll yeah, know. Bob, you'll like he, him. He lives in Palm Springs, also with his lover. Okay. He's crazy like I am, and we're all going to get together, a gang of us. Fun. It's going to be a nutty party. And Ian Kiltrip, yes. Ian Kiltrip from General Hospital, and his lover. And also the fame, the makeup. He's, he doesn't look like he's forty. Oh, but he he's just oh, got he's good gorgeous. genes. He's so handsome. Can you see this? Yeah, that's, that's him. Yeah, that's him. It he's a great he's gorgeous. He almost looks like um. He's gorgeous. Yeah. He's yeah, a gay. Wow, he is. He's a gay dream. Yeah, almost. He does. 
and his lover is sweet. They've been together for a lot of years. Anyway, John is totally demented and out of his mind and crazy and fun. He, I love it. He opened. He came on our show, and there was a blow-up doll with the mouth like this. And you hear him, oh, hello, hello. And then he started making out with it. And started <laughs> tongue-kissing the rubber doll's mouth. Now, you know, the first time you're on our show, you took a chance. But I, <laughs> but I think John has watched a couple shows, and he knows that we're crazy, and you get away with anything. I but, love it. I mean, I, and then I have serious friends like Lainey Kazan, who sings at a piano. I mean, I have like mm -hmm. another dear friend of mine who's a wonderful person. So, yeah, we have a lot of fun in, in our... I lived there for years. I moved I here to retire, but I can't retire. So also, though, one thing, we also should say congratulations because you guys, as an outstanding performance by Ensemble in a Comedy Series, you won a SAG Award. Yes, um, I think that was season three, was it? Yeah. So Holy shit, you're pretty big. Okay, well, no, okay, so first of all, she started that because okay, so, he doesn't know anything about you. No, he started what? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm going to say he doesn't no, wait, know anything about you. Now, now that I found out all of your awards, I'm going to put out my bed of china when you come. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you can use paper plates and chopsticks. I'm good. I don't okay, do that. So, no, no, wait, okay, so she was a famous <laughs> arm wrestling champ. When you do arm wrestling, it's just against women, right? You don't go against Yes, them. of course, yeah. You could probably beat most of the men too. A lot of men, right? You could beat me. I did do a lot of stuff for publicity and charity to to raise money, and um, I did do arm wrestle some men. There you go, uh, honey. So then honey, honey, two honey. Oakland Raiders at this promo deal, and it was pretty damn funny. Jimmy, you're so butch, you'd murder her. I, I could never arm wrestle. Oh no, her. you're so butch. Remember the Jeep? Crush me, you're first butch. of all. I She's three inches taller than me. It don't matter. You'd, you'd murder her. You're so butch. You're like Popeye. You'd kill yeah. her. So you, she was, you tear her arm listen, off like a Barbie doll. The first thing that she was on was a show called Knights and Warriors where she was yeah. a female warrior and her name was Lady Battle Axe. I have to see that. I've never seen that, but I that love, sounds awesome. I love all about you. I'm going to research you now. Then she, so some of the things she's a she, character. Some of the things that she's been on that you would know she was on a bunch of episodes of Married with Children. She was in Patch Adams with Robin Williams. She was yes. in the Boondock Saints. That's like my favorite because Boondock Saints is so I love that movie. It's amazing. And I'm like in the first three minutes of the movie and it's amazing how many people love that movie but it was so much fun what, what's your name again dot no no the whole name dot marie jones dot marie everybody out there you know check out dot marie jones she's got quite a career going I'm going to follow you, of course, when you're my friend in Boston. Wait, no, she was in Lizzie McGuire and Material Girls, so you got to do Hillary, Hillary Duff in two different things, which I just watched. Three! Actually, I met Hillary when she was 11 years old, and we, I did a guest star um, on Chicago Hope, and oh. I actually played a big-time wrestler, and she was this poor little girl in there, and I had to be so mean to her, but we had so much fun. And then two weeks later, they asked me if I would do this pilot for Disney, and it was the Lizzie McGuire pilot. Which is a great show. It was a great show. It was like, a cute show. Cute show. And then she was in Prison Break, and the, then she's in yeah. Prison Break, no. the Fun Break. And now Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell are on uh, Legends of CW Legends, of uh, the hero movie. Like, they play. Yeah. Like, I love that superhero shit. Okay. <laughs> best, she, the best. Wait, then she's got Nip Tuck. You this goes on. That? This no, goes on. I'm almost on. done. No, she's got a lot more stuff. I mean, you got to be Nip Tuck, me. and then she was in a show, which this show I've never seen. Tell us a little bit about this one. It's called Venice of Stars, and it's about a gay interior designer, and you're in 24 episodes. So which one? Venice the Stars. Venice. 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 Oh, Venice the Series. I actually wasn't an interior decorator in that one. I was an interior decorator in Muffin Top. Yes, which I just saw. With no, Marshall no. Wallace, who, God bless her, I was... 
I was more excited about meeting her and getting to work with her. And we just did that a few years ago before she passed away. And um, that came out uh, last year, right? Um, yeah, it did. But we shot it like the year before that. And Catherine Michon, who wrote it, and, and she's just fabulous. And it was so much fun. You and then Marissa, who, how do you say Marissa? I never, I'm Hargitay, Marissa Hargitay. No, um, she was in Hairspray. Um, what the hell's Marissa? How do you say War Warshkowski? I never yeah. say it right, but I, I love her. I just know Marissa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you know what a muffin top is? Yeah, when your belly rolls over your jeans. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have one. I have one. Of course I know what it is. <laughs> I have a tabletop. <laughs> what does it say? She says, I have a tabletop. Oh, no, my, my, mine is kind of like an Italian loaf of bread. It just hangs like Italian bread around my stomach. You're perfect. So here's oh, the yeah, thing, right. then. I'm going to do a quick list. Some of these people okay. have been so just for people. This is a list of, like, cool-ass people that I think are super cool you've worked with. They won't have everybody, but I like to brag for our guests since they're mm -hmm. always so humble. So, And you'll know a lot of these because Sarah Paulson from America. <laughs> She's awesome. Sure. Blythe Danner, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Oh, Blythe Danner is a friend of mine. Uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas, he's been on the show a bunch of times. Carrie Ann Moss, Joseph Fiennes, Robert Wagner, Norman Reedus, Angelica I know Robert Houston, Wagner. Dylan Walsh, Julian McMahon, Joel Lee Richardson, Wentworth Miller, Ashley Tisdale, Laura Prepon. I love her. Michael Barton. amazing. James Morrison, Dominic Purcell, Kim Coates, Lori Petty. I love Lori Petty. Sarah Gilbert, Bill Connolly, the Glee cast, Robin Williams, Hillary Duff, William Defoe. Sean Patrick Flannery, Norman Reedus. What an awesome, awesome resume. Uh, congratulations. Now, I still, I, I did an actual, I, in 1997, yeah, I did an episode of Roseanne where I actually played a big time wrestler. And after I did that, um, I, they called me like two weeks later. This is like one of my favorite things that I've gotten to do ever. And they said, you know, we loved what you did. I wasn't the stunt choreographer, but I always do my own stunts because I'm so damn big. Who the hell's going to be my double? And so uh, I, you would? In high heels and fishnet. You're too pretty. <laughs> no, but in high heels and fishnet stockings, I could do it. Okay, That's hot as hell. Finish, finish. So I'm sorry. And so anyway, they called, Marcy Carsey called me a couple weeks later and said, hey, we loved what you did on the show last week because I had Lori Metcalf across my shoulders and I had to spin her around and slam her down on the mat. But I was actually like holding her so she wouldn't get hurt. And um, they said, would you be willing to come in and choreograph a fight for us? And I said, well, how extensive is it? Because I mean, I know my limits and I'm not going to make a fool of myself or hurt somebody. And they said, well... It's a fight between Roseanne and Debbie Reynolds. Oh, I know Debbie. I love her. I love and her too. She's demented. I she, love is, she whooped my ass for four days. Well, Debbie did? Yes, De because I, I had to work out a fight where she played Dan's mom on Roseanne, John Goodman's mom. And um, I had to choreograph a fight between her and Roseanne. Well, Roseanne was doing other stuff, so it was me and Debbie working this stuff out every day. And then Roseanne came in when we shot it, and I showed her what to do and all that stuff. But Debbie Reynolds is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. I will see her out in L.A. I'm going to ask her about this. The last time I spoke to Debbie, listen to how nuts she is. Hi, Debbie. Ron Russell here. Ron, I can't talk to you right now. My dog just died. I oh. said, oh, Debbie, I'm so sorry. Call me tomorrow. I called her the next day. She said, I can't talk to you now. My daughter's in the car waiting for me. She's taking me to the doggy funeral yard to pick out a coffin for the dog. And she went on and on and on. <laughs> so I said, okay. I said, you know what? In your time of grief, I won't call you for a while. 
and I forgot to call her. But Debbie is fun and crazy. I spent yeah. hours with her in the back of a limo in the front of um, oh, Charlie and somebody's on Sunset Boulevard where Joan Rivers was breaking in an act. Now, could you imagine Joan Rivers in the backseat of a limo with Debbie Reynolds and me? I wasn't even speaking. I, I can't even imagine that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> the two of them, the language, you would not believe. You would not believe the language. I mean, Joan came in, the fucking audience was dead. And Debbie's, ah. oh, there's nothing worse than a fucking dead audience. <clears throat> Going at it like there's no tomorrow. I was peeing myself. I couldn't breathe. That's One hilarious. My moments to remember. Carlos and Charlie, I think it was called, wasn't it? Yes, Carlos and Charlie's that place Carlos, right on Sunset. Joan or, Rivers years ago used to break in her comedy act there. I love Debbie Reynolds. Talented lady, but crazy. Yeah. So, okay, so what was your, what, do you have a favorite Glee episode out of all your episodes? Oh, my God. It, you know what? My character did so many things. Like, in the first few seasons on Glee, I was kind of like the underdog because I was a straight character on the show and I was like the big girl who always got bullied and stuff and and then I go on the show and Jane Lynch's character like was kind of mean and stuff and by the end of the episode I was bawling in the mirror and then um, the one Never Been Kissed where Matt Matthew Morrison um, I actually got nominated for that episode too um, it's called the episode's called Never Been Kissed and then the domestic, I did a thing where my husband, I end up getting married on the show, and my husband was abusive, and it was this huge domestic abuse episode. It, God, it, it killed me. It was very hard to do. And then um, the last season when my character became trans, um, I did one where we had a trans choir. Everybody there that was in the choir, there was 200 people in this choir, men and women, both tr all trans. It was the most rewarding and emotional and, I don't know, it was, it was one of the best things I've, I've ever done and I'm very proud of that. I have so many tranny friends out in LA, I mean, Jesus, I mean, I know them when they used to get beat up and killed for even suggesting that they were women. Jesus. Let me tell you a little quick story, and there's a question at the end. Oh, I got to go fast. A very dear friend of mine, she's a lesbian, but I won't give her name because she's not out, was in Secret Garden. She played Mrs. Madoff for the whole run of the season. <laughs> we can't look that up either. So anyway, she invited me to take her to a cancer benefit where all of Broadway went for this little girl who was in Secret Garden whose mom had cancer. Mm -hmm. I took her there. Everyone shunned her. Even M Manny Potemkin shunned her. And Barbara and I were by ourselves. Oh, I didn't say her name. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were by ourselves. And, and I said to her, what's going on? She said, oh, gay guys they love. Lesbians, forget it. They ignore us. I said, why is that? They said, because they're afraid of us. I said, what is there to be afraid of? I mean, Manny Potemkin should be afraid of a gay guy grabbing his dick. A dyke's not going to grab his dick. So what is he worried about? <laughs> Ridiculous. Now, did you ever have anything like that when you went to work where they were shunning you or afraid of you or thought of you as strange? You know what? What Bridget and I were just talking about this is like, I never like made like a big deal about who I was and, and what I was as far as like, I just lived my life. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't some big coming out or anything like that. I just, I go to work and if you're friendly and if, if we become friends or whatever, then you know me, you know my personal life. 
That's why it's called a personal life. And I wasn't hiding anything. It's just, unless it came up, it didn't come up, you know? When I was on McMillan, Rock Hudson, we were down by the water by his boat, and he was shooting his scene. And mm-hmm. stopped to shoot because he said to the, one of the people, the script people, I can't do this line, it's too feminine. And he said, I won't do this line, it, it's a girl's line, a woman's line. What do you mean, you know, Roy, they called him. I can't deliver the line. Well, how would you like it? And he rewrote it. He protected his sexuality and his man image more than anyone in the business. Even on the set, and I was flirting like a, like a tramp. I mean, I was like a slut. <laughs> As you should. Oh, I was flirting with him. I would have gone with him in the boat, on the canoe. I don't care where. I mean, I would have gone with him in a minute. And he wouldn't look at a gay person. <coughs> shot him. He, he held that image so straight. Poor all right, Rock. All right. Well, here's what we got to do, guys, because we're going to run out of time. And we'll see first you in all, Palm Springs, hold on, hold my on, darlings. Hold on. All right, everybody. First of all, Dot Marie Jones is on Twitter, you guys. Follow her at Dot Marie Jones. It's simple and easy. It's actually her. That's how I got in touch with her. So she's actually there. Please follow and her. And she's fabulous. And she's so blonde. Ooh. And uh, again, I want to con- thank you for coming on the show. We want to congratulate you for Anytime. all your successes. And we want to congratulate you on your beautiful wife and your wedding and, and your child. I know you guys have a daughter. Oh, you have three. <laughs> Three daughters. Real children or dogs? Huh. Real children. children. Three oh, daughters. Good for you. I have two of my own from a marriage. I had a nervous breakdown. I got married for 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So we want to congratulate you on being a great, you know, great, great role models, great family, great career, and thank you for coming on the show. We're definitely going to stay in touch because we are definitely oh, yes. moving to Palm Springs this summer. You're, you're coming to our home. There's and, no question. And we about want it. you guys to have a great weekend. And Bridget, I'm so happy you came. Yes. And we're on the show with us. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Bridget. Are you an actress? No. Oh, you're out of the business. Good for you. Smart. She's a nurse. I don't care. Could she be a nurse and want to be an actress? <laughs> I was a I was a hairdresser when I was an actor. I had to eat. You know, hey, don't quit your day job, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations on everything. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You you guys have a good one. Say hi to your kids. I love you too, sweetheart. Your family, my darling. You're our family. You're stuck with us. Remember you said that. I love my new family members. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Bye, sweetheart. Thank you. Bye. What darling people. All right, Chad, thank you so much. You're a rock star, everybody. Tune in next week. And Yay! follow Dot Marie Jones on Twitter, you guys. She's fabulous. Yay. Thanks, Chad. Later.